Community Focus is a look at events, issues, and initiatives happening in and around the Brainerd Lakes area. Community Focus is produced by Hubbard Radio Brainerd and broadcast locally on 106.7 WJJY. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor and today we are talking with our friends from Camp Ripley and our guests today include Mr. Anthony Housey who is in public affairs at the Camp Ripley Visitors Bureau and also Specialist Caitlin Herneman of the Camp Ripley Training Support Unit. Folks, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank Thank you. Happy New Year, too. Happy New Year. So January, is it uh, quiet at the camp this time of the year? Yeah, it's pretty quiet. Um, we have a few units that are up training on their week- drill weekends, but that's, a, that's about it. Okay. Yeah. Now, you've got some news uh, about the uh, fire department at Camp Ripley. Yeah, our our fire department uh, um, in an exciting push. Uh, they're expanding their capacity, and they're expanding their staffing, uh, and they're exp- expanding their hours on base. Usually they just um, uh, maintain based on necessity and training requirements, uh, to support the airfield particularly, but now mm-hmm. that they are going to a 24-hour shift, they'll be able to support uh, a lot of the activities on base uh, and off base. Neat. Now, I didn't re- even realize there was a fire department there to start with, so this has yep. been around for a while. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you always got to think of Camp Ripley as a small city. So we have our own police department, our own uh, Department of Public Safety, uh, and our own fire department. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I just never thought, looked at it that way. And. And uh, so uh, what kind of uh, equipment, I mean, do they have a, a pumper truck or a ladder truck or what kind of? Yeah, they're mostly focused around the airfield. So they have uh. two crash uh, crash and rescue mm. trucks, uh, foam trucks, and then uh, three other trucks that will support uh, structural or ground fires. Uh, and they do a lot of the work with our controlled burns that we do twice a year, uh, support that. But their main mission is... Uh, to be prepared for uh, crashed aircraft, downed aircraft, uh, or engine fires, things like that. And what yeah. about off base? Or do they go out to calls on that? On we, base? We've always maintained a, a Gold Cross ambulance on on base, and that's mm-hmm. staffed by our, our EMTs and our firefighters. Uh, so we'll continue to do that. But now there's a, uh, the Department of Military Affairs has worked out a joint uh, a cooperative agreement with the surrounding communities that okay. we're able to support them. Okay. Uh, provide uh, you know a second second hand for for the primary uh, townships or cities that will respond to fires. Okay, so you wouldn't be mm-hmm. the first called out, but you might be called for mutual aid. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Wow, interesting. And how large of a geographic area are you helping then? That's a good question. I think we're I think we're restricted somewhere within the thirty mile radius. Okay. Um, but yeah, that, that certainly is a good question. Okay. So with an expansion, are you hiring then? <laughs> we are hiring. That's that's the exciting part is that they're going to start opening up uh, positions in, in, uh, through USA Jobs um, coming up on the 23rd of January okay. uh, for different fire fire positions and whatnot. And, and you know, the requirements that they have is, uh, you know, for folks that are in the field is having certification in fire one and two and uh, – uh, a number of other positions like that, and then I think the the job the job field will expand a little bit after that. They'll they'll go to different types of um, fields and, and things like that. But uh, they're excited about it. They're excited about having a full force up there and probably getting a softball team together. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. 
So, uh, again, that date, you say, uh, that we can start – or can we submit applications now for those that are interested? Uh, yes. I, I think that there is the process of going through the applications now, uh, and then January 23rd is when it takes effect. So Okay. Interesting. Very neat. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and uh, this is also the time of the year when uh, the Norwegians are going to be coming. The Norwegians are coming. Yeah. <laughs> so they'll come um, the first week of February around that time frame. So we'll get about 100 some soldiers from Norway and then we'll send 100 some troops up or over to Norway. And so we're getting really excited for that. What's the history of this partnership and this exchange? What is it? The, this is the 46th year? Yeah, 46th oh year. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the, the, um, the, the deep history of it is that we sent a number of Minnesotans uh, over to Norway as part of a force during World War II. Uh, and it was a unit that was created separately based on uh, first-generation Norwegians and, and uh, Norwegian immigrants to go over and go behind the lines. They were supposed to be trained in guerrilla warfare and mountain tactics and go behind the lines and disrupt the Germans to try to liberate Norway. And the the history that the unit actually had was a little bit uh, different than that, but the, they ended up becoming the King's Guard once Norway was liberated in, in 44 mm-hmm. uh, and 45. And um, the relationship has kind of stuck since then. And our culture, of course, in Minnesotans, we have such a significant sure. Scandinavian background. Um, in 74, they started this exchange uh, just based off of just based off of a handshake, it was a it was hmm. a good idea that the adjutant general of the Minnesota National Guard and the general of the Norwegian Home Guard at the time uh, wanted to have an exchange and just maintain that connection. Yeah. And when they do this exchange, it is training, but it's also fun too. I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of fun in there. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, what kind of things are the soldiers coming here to train for? What do they do when they're here? Um, so we'll take them downrange, and then we'll go through, like, the shoot houses and stuff. And okay. then just show them, show them how we do it um, on the American side, how we would, like, go through a house or um, what am I looking for? The <laughs> domestic operations yeah, has been the, sure. kind of the theme okay. um, the past couple of years. And that's that's big for them. And they're interested to see how we cooperate with our civil authorities. Mm. Um, basically, basically how – how the how military organization takes the back seat to civil authorities and and supports them, mm-hmm. and that's unique in their country. It's something that they want to adapt and develop. Yeah, wow. I think isn't this the SWAT that will come up here and train with them too? Right. Yeah, oh, we'll have SWAT teams from St. Cloud and Hennepin County and all around Morrison County. Neat. Uh, in addition to that, uh, I know we've talked to you before, but there is a cultural exchange that takes mm-hmm. place as well, right? Yeah. Uh, par- particularly with cuisine. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, we'll regale them with our uh, Minnesota steaks and baked potatoes, and uh, and then uh, uh, as Caitlin's working on, uh, we'll be uh, going through uh, a lot of Norwegian foods with them. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it is. And so most of the time they'll like steam their fish and so Okay. 
some of us aren't too keen on that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we always have to like try and figure out a way for them to come over because their ovens over there have where they can turn it to steam oh, to where okay. we don't over here. Oh. So just trying to figure all that stuff out with them. There's our million dollar idea, you guys. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got this new crock pot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> been this about. air fryer. There you right, go. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that turns into also an event where, I mean, you really establish some friendships because you sit down two different nights and have this big meal together, right? Yeah, so um, one of the first Norixes I did, because this will be my fifth or sixth one that I've done, um, I still talk to them, some some of them that have been here for the first one. Really? Yeah. It, oh, it's, that's cool. It's fun. Mm-hmm. So there's one that came back a few few times that her and I keep in contact. That is really cool. I mean, that's neat. Very good. And we'll be up here in the lakes area even. We're, we're going to take part in the curling. We're going to mm-hmm. head over to the curling club. Oh, really? Curling yeah. Club. Yep. Oh, fun. Uh, yeah. Our, a bond yeah. spiel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that is a big sport for them as well, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Well, that's really neat. All right. We'll look forward to that. And you said that's uh, early February? Yep. So uh, Norwegian should start arriving around the 9th, and then we'll send our troops over there too. And how long do they stay? I'm sorry. Well, like a week and a half, almost two weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Fun. Now, when the U.S. troops go to Norway, what kind of things do they do over there? Is it very similar to what the Norwegians are doing here? Yeah, we we certainly give them a free reign with a lot of the cultural stuff that they have planned for us as well. And our, our soldiers and airmen take great advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Um, they put us through some very interesting training. They gear us up with all of their equipment and uh, ski us up into the mountains. I oh boy. ski us up into the mountains, up. right? Right up, it's right up. Uh, and then we then we uh, learn a little bit of winter survival. Uh, we dig snow caves and things like that, and find out how to s- spend the night with nothing but a candle light to oh. to keep you warm. And man, uh, then we ski down the mountains and do a few other things. So. Wow, yeah. interesting. Yeah, because I've heard the climate is relatively similar, mm-hmm. but not the terrain. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's definitely a vertical horizontal difference there between yeah. us and Norway. Are you speaking yeah. from experience? Uh, n- n- no, my my trip to Norway was a little more urban than Okay. Than, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I understand. Very All good. Right. Well, we'll look forward to that and Now then would there be a possible chance that someone could come with you next time you guys come up here? Uh, uh, we're efforting that right now. Okay. Yeah. Fingers crossed. We'll see what happens. Okay. There's a Norwegian in the building. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably a few. All right. Well, what else is uh, what else are you guys working on right now at this time of year? Uh, we are getting ready for our training season. So a lot of the okay. units, including the local unit here in Brainerd, uh, is getting ready for a big exercise in Texas later this summer. Mm. Uh, for that preparation, they need to start their gunnery cycles and uh, a lot of their qualifications early. So we're going to see. Uh, tanks and troops firing in the snow and learning uh, to do maneuver a little bit in the snow and then getting ready for uh, different exercises throughout the year. All right. So will we be hearing some artillery even this time of the year here in the next few weeks? Yep. I think you'll start hearing a few booms in the next couple of weeks. And what you won't be hearing is is the Navy. There's a a Navy unit that's coming up here to do uh, – under ice water training. Oh so, boy! Yep. <laughs> I think that, that that might be one training exercise the public affairs might not cover in depth. <laughs> in but, depth, uh, literally. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 
That's fascinating. Yeah. Now, have yeah. they done that before? At they, they haven't. It's a new new training opportunity, and they, they saw that we are resources, and they wanted to utilize us. So. All right. And when you say under the ice, uh, are we talking about the Mississippi River, or do you have a couple of, if you will, deeper lakes on the property that they can utilize? Yeah, we have quite a few different lakes. Uh, and some of them are actually very deep. Uh, one of them that they're going to practice on is a little bit more shallow. It's it's a longer lake, and it's what we use to uh, prep our bridge units, our, our engineers, mm-hmm. before they go over to the Mississippi River. So they'll be using that lake and the different uh, uh, t- uh, training aspects of that, and then uh, they'll expand from there. Yeah. Hmm. That sounds very exciting. Now, in addition to the military, it seems to me you've had uh, – we've talked about this over the years. You have other civilian groups that mm-hmm. come in as well. Is there some of that planned for the first couple of months of the year? Um, in February, the State Patrol will start their new academy. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. That's right when we start NORAC. So it'll be, it'll be busy. <laughs> no kidding. Busy yeah. place. Yeah. And when they start their training there, what kind of things do they do? Do they also utilize uh, – I mean, do they tr- do firearms training, uh, driving training? What are some of the things they do? Yep. So we have like the EVOC course, um, emergency vehicle operation course at Camp Ripley where they can do a bunch of like their driving training where they can go, you know, highway speed around a corner, figure out with ice, rain. Yeah, it's, mm. it's fun. They even have like a little skid pad really? where, where you can sit and watch them. Try oh, that would be interesting to sit and watch that, that stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they do. Uh, they do pit training there. There you go. Where they, mm, oh yeah, the pit maneuvers. Right, pit yeah. maneuvers. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yep. Yeah. They've, they've gotten a full, full size fire truck into a skid uh, and, and learned how to tra- tra- uh, train the officers in order to recover that. So that's a that's a cool little tool that they got there. Yeah. Fascinating getting some bleachers and sit and watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bunch of deer there. They get the oh really? front row seats. Yeah. Wow. And then we'll be seeing the Boy Scouts in uh, in May. Uh, this year, so we host one every four years. This will be our our year for the Ripley Rendezvous. That's an area wide scout camp, mm-hmm. uh, and registration has started open for that uh, through the Boy Scouts of America. And they bring about four to five thousand Boy Scouts onto Camp Ripley. Did you say four to five thousand? Four to five thousand. Mm-hmm. Wow, Moses, yeah. that must be an experience for them. Yeah, it, they uh, you know we'll be we'll be training at the same time. We'll have training going on at the same time, so there will be a. a an interesting juxtaposition of <laughs> grown-ups and, and not, you know, and Boy yeah. Scouts. But yeah. um, we, we put out a couple of static displays and demonstrations for them. And then they, the Boy Scouts put together all of their own uh, trainings for merit badges and projects and, mm-hmm. and things like that and their campsites. And uh, they go at it. That's so neat. An experience. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we've said it before, but... Uh, Camp Ripley is a very busy place, literally uh, year round, aren't they? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, we have anything else that we should know about? Uh, anything coming up soon? Uh, nothing that's really coming yeah, up very soon. soon. Yeah, Norix is the next thing, so yeah. Uh, Time to go home. Prepare for the Norwegians. Yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We got a great big pot of chili cooking. That's what we're going to focus on today. Okay. So. Very good. Awesome. Good well, day for it. We appreciate you coming up to keep us up to speed on what's going on at Camp Ripley. So a lot of a lot of things happening yeah. in the next yeah. few months. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. And again, thanks for your service. For your service Thank you. Too. Yes. Thank you. All right. <laughs> our guests today, Anthony Housie is the public affairs. 
uh, in public affairs at the Camp Ripley Visitors Bureau and specialist Caitlin Herneman of the Camp Ripley Training Support Unit. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. And don't forget, Community Focus is available anytime at our website at 1067wjjy.com.